We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Welcome back to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa, and today I've got Tom with me. Hello, folks. Welcome, 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 Tom. Thank you, Teresa. So here we are again, um, preparing for another interesting episode, What's Up Spiritually? And today we're going to do some questions and answers because that's where we're at. And you know why? (laughs) Because I'm in the midst of a creative pause. And so this creative pause for myself is just taking extra time to allow, give me, give myself some space and give a little rest from the podcast as I've been gangbusters for the past three and a half years and need a little, a little, um, reorganizing, kind of figuring out where we want to take the podcast, um, in the future. And so just like a lot of things that you might notice out there, listeners is when you put out to the universe, Hey universe, taking a break. Hey universe, I'm going to slow down. That's when some things come at me and may come at you too. And you may have noticed that. So for myself, what I've noticed last couple weeks, I will say through in December, because that's really when I put out to the universe that I want, I need to, and would like to take some time and space, you know, for myself is that creativity has shown up. And also I've had quite a few people asking me questions about spirituality. And so that's where I thought we would start, Tom, is really um, diving a little bit into some questions and answers to some of these really cool um, questions I've had. And then I know last week you did an amazing episode for the spiritual businessman. And I know you've got a a share and you want to really kind of recap and and just share about that. So want to start off? Sure. And, um, you know, one thing I found out about Teresa is when she takes a creative pause, it's like a deep breath every once in a while. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She loves to accomplish and be in action. Now, uh, yesterday, or last week, we talked about likes and dislikes in business. And uh, I wanted to clarify that a little bit because a a few folks have reached out to me and said, you know, I really want to like what I do. And it is important that we like what we do. What I'm talking about is when we get so caught up in our likes and dislikes that we don't follow through or that we get uh, discombobulated, you know, energetically and we're not enjoying the experience. We're not feeling that fulfillment of the work that we're doing, whatever that work is. And one of the keys that I wanted to mention is that there's nothing wrong with having likes and dislikes, but they fit more in our social interactions with people. And, uh, you know, a bit more into our personal and social type situations. In our business, it's more about being of service and following through with that service. So sometimes there's things that I've disliked that uh, I've overcome because I got involved, I followed through with my feelings, and I did it anyway. And then over time, I start to really enjoy doing it more. Uh, Another way of looking at it is that we're all going to have preferences as to the things we'd like to do. And that's why I brought up uh, that niche profile that I do and uh, in the last episode 
where you can find out what your niche is in, in work or business type situations. And, uh, also in just in life in general. So, um, that's one of the comments that I wanted to make. And that's about it on that. Yeah, that was that question. <laughs> okay, well, that was a question and an answer, folks. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's dive a little more now into the spiritual part because I've had quite a few people um, sharing about being very sensitive. Uh, I've had a few people reach out to me about things going on in their house. And so this I really want to address because Tom and I, you know, living together, mm-hmm. we constantly have things going on because we're energy and there's lots of energies around us. So, um, yeah, so I really want to talk about the environment and um, and also the people we, we live with. So the first question I had was, and this was interesting because I had a lady who shared with me that she's had some water damage in her house, some water um, accumulated um, in the plumbing and et cetera. And I've had this happen in my, we had, pre- that happen. We had that happen this past year. I've had it happen uh-huh. in my previous home where like twice a, a lot of water damage. So I'd like to address, and I'd like for your, um, you know, your input, Tom, and what, what this means to you is, so when water flows like that and overabundance of it into a home and destroys and you have to clean up and redo, what does that mean to you spiritually? The first thought that comes to mind for me is that water is a symbol for spirit. And so when those things have happened in places that I've been, it usually is a sign that there's an outpouring of spiritual backing or of spirit in that situation. What about for yourself? Yeah, that, that truly was the first thing that came to mind. And um, I know in previous, um, like the other house I had and stuff, there was something also that needed to, oh, I know what I'm picking up now, is that as, as I'm shifting and then my environment around me shifts. So like you're saying with spirit, like, you know, we're all moving up in different levels of consciousness. And so as, as I gain a greater awareness and knowledge of that, my energy field is grow is, you know, expanding my house also has to do that the environment I'm living in. And oftentimes if I'm not staying cleansed, if I'm not, you know, working with my guidance on a daily basis, then that I'll get an overabundance. I'll get filled up. And I've, I might've talked about this before, but I've used to do that a lot when I went to um, workshops and events, when I was a massage therapist doing Mm -hmm. energy work is that I would always go home and go, God, I'm so filled up. And at that time I didn't know to stay cleansed. I didn't know to, you know, about the energy when I'm moving in and out with people, especially at certain events like that, that I pick up so much that I come home and I feel full so what comes me about that, that's what comes me about, you know, an overabundance of spiritual energy an overabundance of, of, you know, may, of maybe a level of consciousness energetically that I'm moving into that I've not, that it's overflowing. And so the environment just, just mirrors us. How does that, how does that resonate with you? Well, the word that, you know, I'm hearing is it's also a symbol for cleansing. Mm-hmm. So if you can learn to cleanse your environment, cleanse yourself, but at this particular time, you know, this, uh, that listener is really like moving up spiritually and, uh, spirit is preparing her for her greater awareness and sensitivity. So, uh, that shows up sometimes in the energy. You must've needed a big boost in that for that to occur. And those projects in, uh, cleaning up that or organizing that 
are a way that you're outflowing your energy as well. So, you know, being involved in life and being involved in service in a sense is, you know, what I was talking a bit more about in the last week's episode. So uh, that's, it's the same in our personal, you know, environments that it gives you a chance to put your energy into things. And uh, it's a sign that, uh, you know, stay cleansed. It's you're getting some cleansing, whether you like it or not. And uh, you're on the right track. You know, there's a reason for your sensitivity to be expanding. Now you just need to uh, keep organized to match that sensitivity. So you don't want to decrease your organization. You don't want to decrease your sensitivity. You just want to be more organized. So what does that mean to you being more organized with your sensitivity? I was just going to say, okay, okay, so what does that mean being organized? Does that mean like intellectually being organized? Does that mean energetically being organized? Or well, D, all the above. That my intellect, we have our true feelings, which mm-hmm. is our our sensitivity comes through that. And then we have our intellect, you know, our brains and our organizational skills. You know, we feel, think, and act. Feel, think, and act. That's the sequence rather than think, feel, act, sometimes think and act, think and act, or, you know, it's mm-hmm. having a having that feeling your sensitivity. So when, in fact, this will be a good segue for, your experience, but when you're feeling a lot, it's important that you discern or identify what is it that I'm feeling, you know, and usually my first impression or my first thoughts, you know, are spot on. It's, you know, if I overthink it, I'm, you know, that's when I can get confused about it. So the thing that comes in my mind also, um, in this sense of thinking about your intellect, your brain and how you think and put, you know, the concepts you organize things. And then also your feeling Mm -hmm. is that, so when something like this happens in your house or, you know, or say to an environment or something where you have an overabundance of water, it can also be spirit sharing that maybe you have too much intellect going on. You're thinking too much. So that spirit is like, it's trying to come into balance with, with your intellect and, and it's, and it's a lot. So that can be also like a sign of, Hey, you know, it's time to really come back to the spiritual part and, and, and stay cleansed and relaxed and move through this situation that's been, you know, brought up in front of you. Yeah. I, that feels really spot on, Teresa. Yeah. And, you know, for that listener, it's important that you ask yourself, which is it mm-hmm. or what aspects of what Tom shared do you relate to? What aspects of Teresa sharing do you relate to? And that way you can start to use your own discernment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's because that's what's key. And that's all about what Tom and I have been talking a bit on our in our own little private regrouping is, you know, this whole journey is really about self-discovery. Like what we share mm-hmm. and what we share on this podcast and what we share maybe at an expo or at a on a consultation. You know, we can just share with you, you know, what our knowledge, but you have to have that own self-discovery of how does this work for me and where am I at and do I believe that? And it's, and it, we can't, you know, make you believe anything that you're not ready to believe. Well, here, the truth is, is that you have it all. You mm-hmm. have all your answers within you. So uh, the sorts of uh, counseling or the consulting that we've done and, and the work that we've done whenever, uh, you know, we've been at a seminar or we've taken uh, courses ourselves, it's, it, you know, I get, or somebody else shares something with me, it stimulates in me 
you know, a part that I will relate to. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all we can do is is kind of give you little hints and spirit will work with you that way. They'll give you little tidbits and hints and because they respect you immensely. They <laughs> yeah. know that you have the capability. Mm-hmm. They are working from a higher plane. So they're always going to help you rise to where they are mm-hmm. rather than feed you, you know, like a little baby, well, you know, can't. feed you the answers. Yeah. Yeah. And when you first start working with spirit, you know, they're a little bit more benevolent. They'll work with you in ways that, um, but as you, as you progress, you know, I found that spirit wants me to start relying on my feelings, my organization, and, you know, recheck with them if I need to, uh, or gather insight as I move up. But really that, you know, that's the, it's all about self-discovery. Absolutely. And so this segues really well into another question that I've been receiving from several people lately about being super sensitive and Mm -hmm. being, and feeling so much and, and feeling out of sorts and what do I do with it? And I'll share a story that happened to me recently. So in the morning, I woke up one morning last week and I was not feeling too well. And Tom is like, Oh, what's going on with Teresa today? <laughs> when I get up like this, he's like, Oh, let's, let's keep a little distance. So Teresa figures out what the hell's going on with her today. <laughs> but literally I woke up I'm like, I don't know. I just feel really weird. Um, I worked with someone during that day um, pretty closely. Mm-hmm. And then later on the day, um, someone from my past s- showed up and, w- and interacted with this other person. And so um, after all of that happened, you know, I had some, um, very high emotions come up that I, you know, had some, um, processing time for myself. And then I realized later in the day, putting, you know, all the pieces back together is that that morning I was picking up on the person who connected later on with this other person and, uh, and was feeling, you know, kind of like, Oh, what do I do with all this? And I was picking up on it in the morning way before this person even connected with us. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely, I'm, you know, I mean, you out there, all you listeners, you know, you've obviously you're, you know, watching this because you're at a certain level of consciousness and you're at a, a certain, um, in your self discovery, you're at a certain level of understanding. There's more than just meets the eye. And so each day that I'm here doing my own self discovery, I'm re- realizing and recognizing how truly sensitive we are. And I say we, cause that's a collective, but I'll say for myself, like that day, it just, it was a whole new level. I'm like, wow. And so what in the world do I do with that? So I don't get thrown off. So I don't, you know, um, and it didn't last that long. It really was that day. And I honestly, it was about, um, opening my heart because these people that I'm working with, um, Mm -hmm. there's been some heartbreak and some heart things going on around that. So it really was to break open my heart. So I had to go through that process, but, you know, I, I might have been able to do it a little bit sooner or a little bit with more grace if I would have um, cleansed and really recognized what, you know, what am I picking up on? That's the key thing. And I know that's what some of the people that have been having questions for me lately is, what do I do with this? Well, you know, what what is you and what's not you? What are you picking up on? Are you discerning that energy that you're feeling all out of sorts? Because I'm telling you people, I don't know. It's a high percentage of what I feel is not even me. Well, that's right. And uh, what occurs to me to share is that everything is energy. So when people are thinking about us, we pick up on that. And especially when someone is close to you, 
you know, a relative, a son or a daughter, those folks, it's amazing how we can pick up on that. So what I observed that day was just kind of an acceptance of what you were feeling, you know, or what your, the emotions you were experiencing, because it wasn't her true feelings. Because when Teresa's in her true feelings, it's let's go, it's gangbusters, and uh, there's no creative pauses, but uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> From one thing to the other, living life to the fullest. So, uh, you know, it, it was obviously you weren't being you, the real you at that point. And we discussed it briefly and you made some assumptions based on what your schedule was that day. And that's the thing that I know I found for myself, if you don't mind me saying, mm -hmm. is that, you know, I might discern something, but I'm not discerning it fully. So all you had to do is, you know, it, this happens to everybody all the time. I mean, every so often we have a, you know, kind of a, oh my God, what am I feeling? And then that's later that day you find out and that's what I was feeling. And when we heard more information uh, about the person that was working with a person in our lives, we went, that's what all that was about because it was uncharacteristically Weird. Uh, strong. You <laughs> know, strong, the, the impressions yeah. were yeah. uncharacteristically strong. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think a really big key to be more successful in life is when I'm feeling these feelings, do I take a moment or these emotions, I should say, when I'm feeling all this emotion and this gloopy cluppy stuff, and all of a sudden I'm not this happy go lucky and free person that I was yesterday, what's going on there? Who am I picking up on? What am I picking up on? And take a moment to take a deep breath, cleanse spiritually, because you know that's not the real you, but sometimes we feel it's strong anyway. But, and then ask yourself, who am I picking up on? And if, if you need a little extra help, just recheck it with your guidance. You know, oh, I pick up, it was this person, you know, it was my mother, it was my brother, it was somebody in my family. So recheck that with guidance. That's where you want to check and find out, is it this person I'm thinking of? Yes or no. And you'll get, you know, you'll get the recheck. Yeah. And one thing I want to mention about, you know, checking or discerning, because obviously, you know, I do a lot of discerning, but there are, when I get into that, emo when the emotions hit me that strongly for this person that I was, um, you know, didn't mm -hmm. work with, but that came up later in the day, you know, I, I just, I'm overcome with them. So I understand how it can be a challenge and it can be, um, you know, it can also throw us off for a while. And like Tom's mentioning, and this has happened so many times that, you know, the breadcrumbs going back and then I realized putting it together. And I guess the blessing for myself is that it doesn't take me three days anymore. It takes me maybe right. half a day. Okay. So that's a different, that's for myself, a big that deal. That was true. Big deal. Yeah. But, um, but being able to, no matter where you're at energetically and where you're at with, you know, discerning and, and working with your guidance, you know, like Tom mentioned, you know, just when and something happens, you know, taking a deep breath. And honestly, it's that first initial impression you get, whether it be a word, whether it be, a, a, you know, a vision, whether it be a, a, a knowing or, um, or a feeling. It's the mm. first initial, because I'll tell you what, what happened that morning when we were, I was talking about how I was feeling, he said the name of this person out loud because he picked up on it immediately. Wow. 
Yeah. So it's I, I unconsciously did that. Yeah, I know you did. Now it's the interesting part about it wasn't. I like, started oh, asking about the person, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. And it was mm-hmm. immediately who it was later on the day that I found out. So I just want to say that out loud about, you know, really trusting what you're picking up. Like I said, whether it be um and Tom mentioned this last week a little bit about the, you know, your perceptions and how you communicate with guidance. It comes in through as a picture, as a vision, as a feeling, or as a word. Um, and so, you know, picking up that initial thing and trusting it. Like when Tom said that word, I was like, ooh, but it didn't really hit me because I was going through my stuff, you know? So <laughs> so I kind of let it go, but then went back to him, holy crap, Tom, you picked up that like first thing in the morning. So that's one thing I want to share with, with all you listeners is, you know, trusting in the in what you pick up, that first initial, because that is that's a game changer. And to me, a deal breaker in a lot of times as we're moving through all this muck and all this stuff day to day, no matter what it is between, you know, collective, personal, you know, um, someone around us, it's really trusting what you're sensing and you're picking up because I'm telling you more, more than likely it's pretty spot on. Anything you'd like to say about that, Tom? Yeah, uh, that, uh, you know, it's like we're in a energetic soup and, you know, we're going to, we're going to come across uh, all kinds of energy and we were also discussing this morning, you know, boy, uh, situations where we're working with people who aren't as organized and um, their purpose isn't as clear and they're kind of all over the place with spiritual things. And that's something that's a real pitfall for spiritual people is to be kind of all over the place. My training and and what's worked for me is to be really clear about what's my purpose when I'm involved with something. So what is the purpose of feeling all that you felt the other morning, you know, to use as an example? And that's uh, sometimes we don't bother to do that. You know, we just go, oh, my gosh, I'm so sensitive. I'm feeling all this stuff. I wonder who's making me feel this way. Those bastards, you know kind of a thing instead of, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, while I'm feeling something, who is it? Where, where am I picking that up? Is it me? Is it my environment? Is it something floating around me? And once I discern that, then now here's the next step. And this is a key. What am I meant to do with this? Mm. You know, and so let me ask you, did you ever discern once you discerned who the person was that was thinking all that stuff and you were really picking up on it and it was somebody close to her. So she felt a lot. What were you meant to do with it? Absolutely not. <laughs> what? No, what I were didn't. you meant to do with yeah, what you discerned? Oh, I didn't. Um, I didn't think about that at the moment. Right. Okay. So that's the key is like, you know, we're having these human experiences. And so even though I understand and know and understand a lot spiritually, and that's what I'm here to do too, is make, you know, make this practical for myself. So the next time this happens, I can hopefully discern it quicker, but it really was something that was so close to my heart, so close to me, um, you know, my emotions. Mm. So it, it just brought up this rawness. So, I mean, and looking back, I know now what I was to do with it. Cause it really, that's helped. what I'm asking. Yeah. Oh, is this what you're asking? Yeah. What, what at the end, what was yeah. the end? Okay. Was it just information for you? Were you supposed to call the person? I mean, what, 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 I hear what, what okay. I hear what you're saying now. No, um, actually, it was for my unfoldment. It was because, um, you know, in this time frame that I'm in right now, I'm doing a lot of reflex reflections. I'm doing a lot of, um, 
you know, like where am I taking things? And a lot of that is to heal. I need to heal my heart. I need to heal areas of myself that I have a wall up. So this day and what happened that from that morning till that afternoon, when I got clarity on what, what I was feeling most of the day is that um, it was about breaking open my heart. Absolutely. So yes, Tom, what were you meant to do with it? Oh, am I, did I miss that again? Yeah. <laughs> See how we skate around these things? <laughs> so I feel like we're doing a therapy session here. Are we well, I just wanted session? to say maybe, maybe it was you check with your guidance. You know, this is what I would say to anybody. And I will say to the listener as well is that you felt all this stuff. You're more sensitive. Okay. Recognize that you recognize where it comes from, it's, it's, whether it's how much of it's you, how much it's the environment or how some, somebody there. Why did you even need to be tuned into that? So, I mean, could it be you, it gave you a a greater insight into what that person's going through? Yeah, that was one of it for sure, as well as taking me to a different level of discernment. Because honestly, that, I mean, you know, we've had a lot of experiences yeah. lately, but it did really tune me into, oh my God, I am more sensitive than I have ever really realized on that at that day. And what happened that morning? Yeah. And I think the over, you know, like the reaction that you had, because you regrouped it, you know, in a day or two later is it really shows that, um, you, you know, you're, you're over, you're over concerned about something. Yes, I was. And as mm-hmm. the days passed, I, you know, a couple of days passed and I watched you get more clear about where that uh, person fits, you know, what your opportunity is and what concept do I have about life here on planet earth or life with these other souls who happen to be in my family or in my environment? What is really, you know, the bigger picture there? So, because I know it's once you tuned into the bigger picture, you know, that we're all souls learning and growing. It's like you, you know, bango, you were over it. Absolutely. But it did take me a while. And I think that's the thing I want to really emphasize is that, you know, no matter where you're at listeners, it's like, you know, sometimes, sometimes it may come over, you know, you might get something happen and then the next minute, you know what it's all about. And sometimes you may not. And, and it's a process. And so not hmm. to, um, you know, um, good point. Yeah, it is. It's like, it, you know, no matter how long it took me to get through it, I got through it and I learned. It's just like, you know, the journey of an alcoholic or the journey of a drug addict. Like they're not going to the next day go, oh, I know what that was all about. Like it, it takes time and, and and honoring the journey. And so back to this, you know, the, big, the initial part of this question was about being sensitive and and how we're all really stepping up our sensitivity and working with the discernment, working with cleansing and you know, that really all the D, all the above supported me. It just took me time. And I honored that time too. I wasn't like rushing going, Oh, what's this all about at the moment? No, I was like, it transpired it. And I transpired it. And honestly, it went through my body. Like I had to get pissed and I had to get angry and I had to be upset and I had to be, you know, and I cried and I, you know, went through some of the emotions um, and grief and, and then, you know, then the light started coming back in and then I felt love and then I got the bigger picture and then I got a, a you know, an understanding and like, oh, I feel, I don't, I don't need to be involved in that right this time. I'm good. I'm okay. I get it now. 
when 12 hours ago or 10 hours before that, I would have, I was in a, you know, a state because I was going through a process. Yeah. So what I've realized for me is when I have those overreactions, like um, it's beyond, oh, I feel this thing, I discern it. And then usually it goes away once I discern who it is or what's going on or what the concern is. When I have that overreaction, to me, that's a sign that I have a concept I need to change. Because what's going to happen is every time that goes on again in life, you know, those kinds of situations occur, they're going to keep occurring until I change that concept. So you, what I observed was you took some time to regroup yourself. And so true, you know, like it doesn't always come right away. I have to sometimes experience the emotion, allow it to flow through, and then come back, take a deep breath, cleanse spiritually, and uh, just check a couple things with my guidance. But, you know, with guidance, it's a, I want to say it's a 50-50. You know, you, you have to do your part and then they can, Teresa knows this, but I'm just sharing this in general and reminding myself that then they can do their part. You know, it's, right. it's, not, it's not a situation where they're going to like just take care of me or enlighten me or, or take it away or whatever, like that I'm here to learn and grow. And I'm here to become wisdom and, and, and rise to that higher, you know, vibration. So that's another piece of adding in a component. If you felt recently that, you know, during a moon cycle or during something happened that you felt, uh, you know, energetically, you know, thrown off your pivot. And what do I do with all this? Definitely. Thrown off your pivot's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like, you know, off balance is, you know, cleansing, um, discerning, um, working with your team as, as a teamwork. And, that, you know, that's why we call it, you know, spiritual, you know, team, because they are a team with you, like Tom's team. saying, you know, they, you do your 50%, they do theirs, but you can call on them to work with you and, and start developing that relationship that, um, that you brought in with you. So, I mean, they're here to support. And, you know, I may have, um, and many folks have great spiritual concepts, you know, they believe they're a soul, they believe they have angels, they believe, you know, or beliefs, you might say, but they still go through these turmoils or these ups and downs. And that's a sign that there's concepts that they have that they're holding on to. And, you know, when they no longer suit you, you know, if you want to feel happy and free and you want to maintain that enthusiasm to follow through with your heart's desires, then it's important to get regrouped as soon as possible. Uh, I have to say that 90% of what we pick up, like it's never really a big deal. No. Uh, it just seems like it is at the time. And, uh, but you know, that's all the journey. It's really good that we go through these experiences because that's what we're meant to be doing. You know, we're meant to get back to our core selves. And in my opinion, anyway, mm-hmm. you know, and there's nothing you know, it's not like I did something wrong because I felt all this stuff. I'm supposed to feel good all the time. Well, that's just a concept. Not everything is going to feel great all the time. You know, no I'm not going to love everything I'm doing or like it, but I'll always have my preferences and I allow myself to have my preferences. It's just that when it keeps me from the business of me or the business of my follow through, you know, and the real Teresa is feel, think, act, feel, think, act, accomplish this, accomplish that, laugh, fun, dance, you know. Uh, so when something hits her or hits me, because it hits me too, then we know there's a concept, you know, to take a look at. So that's great. We found out. 
And well, that was big. Yeah. That, their day was yeah, big. Was and big. so, yeah, so that was a, that's a good way to, to round this um, episode out, Tom, as yeah. you came back to the likes and dislikes. And so we just wanted to share today, you know, the, some questions and answers that we had, some questions and some answers to some questions that we had recently. So I hope that you all out there listening enjoyed it and um, picked up a little bit of tidbits or some insights for yourself on maybe some things you've been going through lately, maybe, um, you know, some, some definitely boundaries with your energy and, and, you know, feeling overly sensitive. So yeah, I hope that you received some good insights today. Yeah. And remember, no matter what happens, everything's going to be okay. Wow. That's a big one. Yeah. And so if you like this episode, please make sure to hit like subscribe, please also share freely with your friends and family. If you know someone that may get a little insight from this that they might need for their journey. Also remember, I do have the soul quick survival guide, reviving your connection to spirit and earth shaking times. It's a great, um, you can get it in a paperback. You can also get an audio and ebook. And it's a great little, um, sidekick for going through these things because it really helped. And this is, I directed a few people recently to back to the book because it, it has three cleansing techniques in there. It's got, um, some other techniques mm. to really support you in understanding how to just start building up that ener- energetic muscle. Cause that's what we're all here to do is build up that muscle. So you know what I love about that book? We love about the book, Tom, even if you're not going through a soul quick, it is like great. It's great preparation. It's like, you know, uh, reinforcing your building's foundations for you spiritually. Oh, I like that. There you go, folks. <laughs> Don't wait for the soul quake. Get it. Right. Start working with it beforehand. That's a big hello. Yes. <laughs> so thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. Tom and I had a wonderful time sharing today. Thank you. And until next time, just remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic, enthusiastic about, about your, your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.